to the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor, bad language, dirty jokes, and other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only. So if you're too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you. Thanks much. And now, on with the show! About to fall over. <laughs> And welcome to Geeking Poetic Channel, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. This super soldier over to my right here is none other than... Megan Guess. And what are we here to talk about today? We are here to talk about episode six yep. of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the finale. Yeah, but by the by the end of this, they changed the title of it. Yeah, we got a whole different show. Yeah. It's now Captain America and the, the Winter, Winter Soldier. soldier. Yeah. That was cool. That is very cool. Yeah, so... We made it. We made it through all six episodes. Yeah, I mean, this was this was an intense show. <laughs> we we and did it took off running in this episode. Oh my gosh! Yeah, literally and figuratively. <laughs> uh, well, flying literally. Well, and yeah, everything smashing, flying, poof, lots lots, <laughs> lots of going action. on. For people that may have, I I don't know why you would have, but I know there was some people that still felt like. They didn't get enough superhero-y action in some of the other uh, moments and episodes of this series. Boy, they made up for it all. They were saving it all for the first 20 minutes of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least 20 minutes. Felt like longer, actually. Mm -hmm. But, I, yeah, it probably was only 20 minutes. But a lot happened in that 20 minutes. Uh, before we go any further, spoilers. Yeah, I guess we should let you know. I mean, I don't know how you don't know there's going to be spoilers, but in case you turn this on and you haven't watched it yet or you're in earshot of somebody who hasn't watched it yet, turn it off because we I'll are getting... headphones in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. We're, we're going to really delve into this. It's not going to be a complete recap of the episode, but... You know, our general thoughts, pros and cons, and uh, just sum up what we thought of this, the series as a whole, I think. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, we were left hanging wondering what was in that case from Wakanda. And we found out pretty quickly. We sure did. That was amazing. Was I love it. So cool. So cool. Yeah. So it's basically official at this point. Uh, Falcon, or as they keep calling him, Black Falcon in the show, <laughs> which is... Funny. That come from the comics. It, yeah. Oh, no, it doesn't, does it? Well, yeah. There's. Well, it's. It, no, he's always been Falcon, but it's always been a misnomer that they keep calling him Black, Black Falcon. Falcon. That's gotcha. That's not, not correct. Nothing official. <laughs> no, exactly. But he is not Falcon nor Black Falcon. He is Captain America. Or Falcon Captain. Captain Falcon. No, he's just Captain America. All right. Somebody tried to push it through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. No, I think it's really, really cool. I, I'm all for this. I, I love the it idea. It was amazing like this. I love the, the fusion of Falcon and... Right. You still got Red Wing. Oh, you got your Red Wing back. Yeah, all that was little, nice. All little, you know, and then all the And then those little, little mini ones. Red Wings. Yeah, right? what were those about? When those he so cool. He attached those to that truck to save those uh, GRC people. Uh-huh. That was, yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's new. And the wings coming around him to protect him oh, when the helicopter came down on him. That was super awesome. So badass. Yeah, there's a lot of badassery in this episode, <laughs> without a doubt. And um, yeah, I mean, 
this whole show, I mean, basically from the moment that Sam got the shield at the end of Endgame till now, it's been quite a journey and raising a lot of social and important questions about, uh, you know, what having that responsibility of having that shield means mm -hmm. to anybody, really, but especially to somebody like Sam, who, you know, yeah, he's not blonde haired and blue eyed. And he doesn't have super soldier serum. He's just a man. He's a soldier, but he's the perfect man for the job, you know. And he I, proved it. And he proved it, yeah, because... It's not just somebody handed them to him and said, okay, you are Captain America now. It's like, no, I earned everybody's now. I didn't even ask to be called Captain America. I have the shield, but... Right. They right. said, no, this is Captain America. Right. Because he's like, oh, it's Black Falcon. He goes, no, it's Captain America. <laughs> right, yeah. Those bystanders, that, was, cool. that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. And, I mean, we got to see what it was like. They tried to find a blonde and blue-eyed, you know, super soldiery guy, and he couldn't handle it. He's just not the right man for the job. Uh, we've definitely found that out in this episode. Although, you know what? John he, Walker... He redeemed himself. Yeah, he did. A bit. A bit. You know, he helped. He ended up getting in on the fight against the Flag Smashers. Uh, he joined Bucky and Cap, uh, Cap Falcon. I guess I'm just going to call him Cap at this point. <laughs> Sam. Uh, Sam uh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> right. Good for him. I was glad to see that he got some kind of redemption. Mm -hmm. Of course, <laughs> later on, we do get introduced to the whole U.S. agent thing. We mm -hmm. see him in the black costume from the comic books. Uh, he's obviously working in some capacity for Contessa Val now. Don't call don't, her Val. Don't just call her Val. Yeah, they made a joke out of that again. <laughs> uh, and he seems pretty excited about that. I'm going to be really interested to see what that's all going to turn into again you know that they could even though he wasn't really part of the thunderbolts in the comic book could be now they could be now they could write that in and have him leading his own team and yeah I, i'm really interested to see where they're all going with that and you know that's sort of like the thing about this whole show you know from episode one till six is that we already discussed it as soon as the episode was over. We had a little bit of a chat before the camera started rolling and everything. But I've already seen some people today complaining a little bit about this show and about this final episode. And I do agree that there's some things that I would have liked fleshed out better or maybe just taken in a little bit of a different direction. But overall, you made a really good point, which was about the rebuilding the re not, not yeah, rebranding exactly yeah because you were complaining it's like we've had all these uh, these movies and everything we've built up why are we now feeling like we're back down to unworthy ground zero again ground zero, yeah yeah it's like well because we are yeah everybody's back from the blip they have to redefine who they are so we have to rebuild up all our superheroes yeah and determine who they are now right and because not only are our superheroes different I mean, in the case of Sam, he's not even the same superhero anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and we Bucky's look at... Bucky's totally different. Bucky's very different. You know, Wanda is Wanda. different. Vision, Vision's different. Like, See? Ev yeah. Everybody so, has to rebuild. So, so do we. Right. <laughs> and I think that the problem is, is where, if it's a problem, is just that it requires some patience, I guess, on the part of the audience, because I think so many of us would have been more comfortable with it just carrying on 
you know what I mean, with some new big supervillain and some new big, you know, endgame kind of thing to get towards. And I mean, I do think that's going to come eventually. I do too. I think they're building to that. But it's going to be a long time building. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, because I mean, one of the things that I criticized, I've no surprise, I was criticizing it in past uh, episodes <laughs> reviewing this show, is that I didn't really feel very engaged with the whole Flag Smasher story. I understood generally what their point was, but I know you and I kind of had differing opinions on it. I just didn't really feel like they were that much of a threat to begin with. I didn't really feel like, you know, they weren't a nail biter for me. You know, I like to have a little bit more of that, like nail biter, like, oh my God, are the bad guys going to possibly get away with this sort of thing? And I just right off the bat, I was like, no, they're not because big deal. You know, they're a bunch of like teenagers, essentially almost that took the super soldier serum. You know, here's the thing. Super soldier serum. It's not that big of a deal. It's it. I mean, it's cool. It's good to have, obviously. You know, it helps you be extra strong and more resilient and do things a normal human can't do. But, you know, you're still easy enough to take down. And we saw that all across the board. I mean, we saw we saw Bucky get his ass handed to him in a few moments. We definitely saw John Walker get his ass handed to him, even after taking the serum. Wasn't that guy killed with the acid bomb? Oh yeah, yeah. He Vito's was... gonna love that. Oh yeah, that's right. The we one the message him and tell him acid death. Come on, <laughs> well, you gotta... you're technically in now. technically it was mercury death. Oh, it was like some sort of mercury smoke. And she bomb. said among other things. Yeah, among us. So there could have been acid in there. You <laughs> Close know. Enough. So yeah, our our co-host that we usually do the shows with, he's all about acid deaths for some reason. He's, he's an oddball. He's a strange guy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I mean, so that's the point. Like he was killed that way. Uh, you know. It, we saw the Flag Smashers ultimately get taken down in this episode, in one case with bullets, uh, in another case with a uh, car bomb and everything that was the courtesy of Zemo. Thanks for that, Zemo. <laughs> and uh, Man of his word. Yeah, he said he was going to take him down, and he did. Even though he's on you know, the most secure prison on the planet, he still was able to reach out to the world and have his business taken care of but we're going to talk a little bit more about Zemo in a bit but I'm my point is when it comes to the flag smashers that I just wish they would have given them a little bit more of a real story I I didn't really feel like I didn't I didn't feel like you know the same kind of hatred form that you normally feel for a villain like a Thanos or a Red Skull or whomever you hated him pretty good well I hated him for I thought they were fucking annoying <laughs> I would like to have seen more thought go into the Flag Smashers plan just aside from like we're really pissed about the GRC and we gotta stop this vote that's going to uh, you know send refugees back to their countries and everything but like they, I don't think they had a plan I, uh, more no. than what was in front of their faces exactly which is why they were never going to work right I don't think we were ever supposed to think oh this is real they're not gonna work it's like no they're, they're half cocked and we're making bad decisions we need Captain America to bring us together because neither yeah. one of us are going to get anywhere. Yeah. Because we're all half-assing it here. Right. Because the, the Flag Smashers were wrong, but the GRC was also wrong. Exactly. And yeah, we did get that whole 
payoff when uh, Sam faces off with the GRC members and explains to them why all this shit happened and how much of it was their own fault because they aren't really taking care of the people and the situations they ought to be taking care of. Mm-hmm. And he even said, it's like, you keep doing what you're doing. Do you really want Carly 2.0? Right. She, that's going to be way worse. Right. This is nothing. Well, anybody be worse than Carly because Carly just was weak. She was a weak character. I just, I didn't, I just think they could have done better with that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I, I mean, they could have done basically the same thing, but I just felt like they could have done better. Plus... I mean, come on, you didn't feel even a little bit shortchanged when we got the really big reveal of the episode, which was your girl, Sharon Carter, being outed as the power power broker. broker. I was right. Yeah, you definitely, you called that like right off the bat, way before like most of the rest of us did. (laughs) So, but I mean, obviously it was really interesting when she faces off against Carly and she starts bringing up stuff like oh i had all this prom you know you had all this promise i had all these hopes for you like we could have worked together you really upset me by just like ripping me off and i'm like oh i want to know more of that story i'm sure it's coming well we're not done with her yet this is is just starting well as far as sharon goes but i would like to have known more about carly being involved with sharon and the power broker and that whole thing i just feel like it was it, it was, I'm sorry, it was just a little flimsy. It was a little kind of throwaway, kind of like, well, like you said to me, just like a means to get to the end kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I just would like to have seen more of it. Now, let me interject here. I'm going to bring up something. This is just a rumor that I heard. I don't know how, like, legit this is. Okay. So don't put any stock into this people can look it up and if you know after i talk about it and see if there's anything more to it but i heard through the grapevine that when they were doing the script and when they had originally started to do the show they were planning on doing more with the flag smashers and they were going to do more threatening stuff and there was going to be a lot more depth to that whole part of the story and that they elected to kind of simmer that down and trim away some of that, supposedly because of other things that have been going on in the world <laughs> since in 2020 and until now even. Mm-hmm. That there, I don't know exactly what it was they were talking about doing, but certain threats or certain level of it that they felt like maybe given things going on with the pandemic and a lot of the right time for that social unrest and various things. Yeah. That's been going on that they said, you know, we need to just kind of chill this out a little bit and everything. So if that's the case, then, okay, then I guess I get it, you know, because maybe this was supposed to be nine episodes like WandaVision was. And since they had to cut that all out, that's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point because I don't understand why they did just do six episodes. Why there's not like a consistency here. Mm-hmm. You know, why Unless make that's it? Yeah, why make because in some ways I felt like WandaVision almost was like a little bit dragged out at times. Right. Where I was like, you could have condensed this a little more. And then this I felt like, oh, there was way yeah, more. Yeah, I want you way more done. of this. There's a lot of fleshing out that could have gone on with this. Mm-hmm. Um but we did get to see things wrapped up. We did get to see something of a wrap up as yeah, far as it was a pretty nice little bow. I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, with Bucky for one thing. Mm-hmm. Like we we got to see that he finally 
made uh, amends, you know, of sorts. Obviously, it was really sad seeing him sit down with his uh, Asian friend, having to tell him about how he killed his son and everything. And yeah, I'm glad. I, I being kind of wimpy about it, I'm glad they didn't. Flesh, Go into more. Yeah, flesh that out <laughs> even more because I think I would have been really upset because it's like, oh, when he goes and he's staring in the window and sees the, the girl in the restaurant and, and his friend after he told him and he just kind of sadly has to walk away. It's like, poor Bucky, man, you know, not fair, not fair to poor Bucky. Nothing that he did was his choice yeah, at all. But he has to live with that because it was... He does. He still did it. No, yeah. And even though it wasn't his choice, he still did it. And yeah. he's got to live with that guilt. I'm sure he goes to that coffee shop and stands out there just to check on that guy all the time. I hope so. That would be nice. I could see that. Yeah. Maybe we'll see more of that. You know, maybe something more will come of that. Um, we did also get to uh, probably my favorite part of the whole thing was we did get to see some um, wrapping up of sorts, some justice for Isaiah Bradley. That oh, was awesome. I almost cried there. <laughs> sure, of course, so you should. That was because, amazing. Yeah, I mean, because A, it, it just showed that Sam is a man of his word, because not only did he get Sharon her pardon that he promised her, but he also ended up basically getting the credit due to Isaiah mm-hmm. and everything. And now Isaiah is part of the Captain America Memorial there in the museum and stuff. And uh, that was great. And that's exactly what should have happened. I mean, you know, obviously Isaiah is due way more, way more than just a statue and a mention in a museum. It's a start. But given the situation. He's not forgotten now because before he was just completely forgotten. He was erased from history. He was erased. And and now he's not. Yeah. And that was definitely, you know. And now people can look into that and maybe learn more about him. Exactly. Exactly. So that, that whole part, loved it fucking 10 out of 10 for that yeah it's great absolutely Um, same with just generally with sam and and his realization i know i already know because i've seen some people complaining about his whole speech kind of thing he gives on tv when he's talking to the grc and he's going off to them about you know a you're not taking care of the people you're not doing the right thing b don't tell me I don't understand because I'm a black man in this country that now has this burden on my shoulders, you know, like it or not, uh, to to carry out this job as Captain America. Not to mention his family's dealing with the blip. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> or he knows. Right, so I, I, I know people... Besides. I know some people complained about that, said, oh, it was getting so preachy and everything, and I, I don't agree. I, I thought it was just right. I thought it, yeah. It needed to happen. That was his whole point. Yeah, I agree. I think it... And yeah. it happened in front of the cameras, because it's like, okay, he doesn't agree with them. He said that. I don't agree with the flag smashers. I don't think they're terrorists. I don't agree with them. But I don't agree with you either. You are both wrong. We have to meet somewhere else. Yeah, and they have to understand that they created each other. Exactly. In the worst way possible. And so it's televised, so the whole world's going to know now they can count on him. Correct. To have everybody's back. Correct. Do the right thing. And doing that on the news like that, I think the other reason why they added it in there in that way was because I'm sure that this diffused... A lot of the people out there who might have been leaning towards the side of the flag smashers, right, and feeling exactly. like all hope was lost. They don't hear, they don't feel heard, right. And now they they have a voice. Exactly, 
exactly. So a lot of the things I want to address this too. a lot of the things that I've seen people complaining about, whether it was that or even some assholes that are complaining about, oh, now we've got, you know, not even just because he's a black man, but just complaining about like now, you know, now there's somebody else that's supposed to be kept in America. That's weird. And, you know, that seems really awkward. Honestly, gotten to Sebastian Stan being Captain America. Well, I was just going to say, honestly, people that say that here's the thing. You don't read the comics clearly, clearly, because in the comic books, this has happened a bunch. I'm just saying for people that feel like they're tinkering too much, they're really not. They're actually I'm surprised that they're staying pretty true to the nature of a lot of these characters even Sharon Carter, because there's mm-hmm. there's questionable things about Sharon Carter really? in the comic book. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So th- this isn't anything um, outlandish or blasphemous to the, you know, comic book nerds or anything. I've, I feel like this is all right in line with what we should expect and uh, appreciate. So we already mentioned a couple of things, but if you had to pick, say, like, Pick like a few, however many you want, of your favorite moments, not only of the finale, but of the entire series. What would you say is some of your favorite moments from this series? Well, clearly the therapist when they have to go <laughs> knee to knee. And that was awesome that we she got. She came back. A little. She didn't get the She didn't get the talk. Slammed the book down or anything, but it had a book in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really cool that Bucky gave her his, his book, book. and was like it. I'm all done thanks thank you, thank you doctor you know because he was so negative about having to do the therapy and mm-hmm. obviously now he realizes how important it was I thought that was really cool so I love the therapy office right I love the whole boat montage oh yeah in the that last episode yeah, that was, was great super cute yeah um I loved Falcon in the helicopter scene in this episode yeah and that he's was like going in the water and like come oh, right and that's so Right, and that was cool because it was like tying it all up because the very first thing we saw in this series was him going up against in a helicopter, helicopters yeah. and stuff. I when didn't he's, think of that. Right, when he first goes up against uh, George Backrock and everything. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty damn cool. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I loved all that. I loved, like I said, I loved Isaiah's whole story arc. I loved the reveal of Sam as Captain America in that Mm -hmm. badass suit and just him handling everything with dignity and being level-headed about it all and all that. I I really liked that. Of course, I liked seeing Carly get killed because I couldn't stand her. I know I'm being a jerk, but, you know, I'm just... Sharon had to kill her because she didn't want them to know Power Broker. Well, and that was what I was just going to say, is that I'm glad that the way they did it with Carly was that in her final moments, she sort of realized that it was a mistake, that she had made mistakes, and that she didn't just die because, like, Bucky ripped her head off or something (laughs) like that, or stupid John Walker did it or something. I like the fact that there was a purpose to her death on the show because she couldn't reveal she had to be silenced yeah Mm -hmm. because she would have you know blown Sharon's cover and everything that's uh yeah that's pretty cool I I I like that it ended that way of course I I have to mention one of my favorite things of the entire series was Zemo yeah Zemo yeah I thought he's amazing he's just great I love Zemo I'm supposed to hate him but I love him yeah and I mean obviously 
he's a bad guy. I mean, no, no two no ways about, about it. it. He's bad. But I really think, you know, in comparison to the whole like flag smasher story and how that, uh, how some of their motivations just seemed real cloudy, you know, like not very clear mm-hmm. through a lot of it. You know exactly what Zemo is about. You know, you may not agree with him, but you know exactly what Zemo is about. You know why he's doing what he's doing. I mean, this man, he's a baron. He's rich. He could be living opulently, but he actually did what he did, and he's paying the price for it now and everything because he believes so strongly in, you know, taking down these heroes, not wanting super-powered heroes or villains running amok. I mean, he has a point because <laughs> look at all the fucking trouble they just caused. That it's caused. Even sometimes when the heroes have not meant to cause trouble, they do. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm not saying I totally agree with Zemo. Obviously, he's still wrong and the way he goes about things are wrong. But I get that character so much more now than I did before and I really like what Daniel Brühl has done with the character what he's added to it he added more personality to it (laughs) so that's probably my favorite thing and then aside from that like yeah you brought up the whole thing with the boat montage and all that I just love and it was what I was the most excited about as soon as I heard they were going to do this show I love the camaraderie and even the butting heads and uh-huh. all just of it. The whole chemistry between Sam and Bucky. Like, that is just the best. I agree. And I want more of it. I agree. <laughs> I, think I hope they do a second season. I really do too. Or, yeah, I mean, maybe they could do it somehow where seasons come out in between, you know, movies and mm-hmm. stuff so that even if it doesn't come out exactly, you know, 10 months apart or 12 months apart. For example, we could just have a little bit more of that, even if it's another six episode thing, Mm -hmm. to tie storylines together. Exactly. So overall, what was your thought about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I loved it. I loved everything about it. Okay. I have no complaints. Wow. No complaints. Because we definitely had some criticisms about WandaVision, even though you loved that too. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly, really enjoyed this whole series. I, I thought everything worked together. Even the Flag Smashers, they, I, they didn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah, I know it didn't bother you as much as it bothered me, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, like I said, I just, I feel like they're a means to an end. They're not a, like, the big bad guy that we need to really worry about. They're just... No, I don't even help need, build the story. I don't even need a big bad guy. I just need to feel that the antagonist is somebody to give a shit about I just didn't care at all about the antagonists which were you know the flag smashers I would have just been fine if that's the way it was just hearing all the personal stories going on with all the other characters and stuff like I said they just felt annoying to me and I was like okay go away I want to get back to what's going on with Walker (laughs) I want to know more about what's going on with Sharon we got so little of Sharon and Mm -hmm. well that's just a teaser for us, I think. Yeah, and I guess we could probably end it on the whole Sharon thing, because since it all ends on Sharon, she gets her pardon. She sure does. She but, gets her old job back. Yeah, she gets her old job back. But She's then, like, sure, I'll take that. Thank you. But only so that she can steal government secrets, secrets. and property and sell it off to high bidders, apparently, as we saw in the 
after credits scene, man, Sharon, what are you doing? She's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, she's Duh. the bad guy. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> man, Billie Eilish and you got something going there. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it just, it definitely still left us with some nice cliffhangers with Sharon's story. What's going to happen with U.S. Agent yeah. and Val? Uh, you know, obviously, what's next for Bucky? What's and next for Sam? Bucky and Sam? Uh, just hopefully more avenging now, enough amending going on. You know, let's, let's get back. Yeah, let's get back to some fucking avenging, man. <laughs> I, I oh, can't wait, can't wait. I hope they show up in like we've got the things coming out with Black Panther two and Wakanda spinoff things and mm -hmm. stuff. I'd love to see one or both of them appear in that to some degree. It'd be great. Really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this show. I'm probably going to watch it again soon. I'll watch now that I know how it's wrapped up. I'm going to go back and just watch it, binge it all together again mm -hmm. so I can catch all the little things maybe we missed. Um, oh, I'm sure there's tons. We oh, missed. I'm sure there is. It wouldn't be Marvel if it wasn't. <laughs> And uh, that's it. So it's been our pleasure talking about this with all of you. As always, we want to know what do you think? What uh, what was your not only your impressions of episode six, but of the whole show? Did it live up to your expectations? Are there things that you wished would have happened? Or do you have theories about where it's going to go next? We want to know. Leave comments and all that stuff below. And uh, we will be back. Obviously, we're going to have all the other content we normally do on Geeking Poetic. But we'll be back, what, in about a month or so, I think. Yeah, just a little over a month. Yeah, and we'll be back. Loki. Right. We got to talk about old Loki. That should be fun. That looks like a lot of fun. That looks like a lot of fun so far. It's <laughs> timey-wimey. It gets all into crazy yeah, time travel. It's going to hurt my travel. head, but... But we love it, though. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're all about time travel stuff here at Geeking Poetics. So we'll be back to talk about that. And uh, peace out, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>